This is PBE Daily, early mornings and late night podcast, and my name is Point Blank Yvumpi, and I'm rather pumped for this episode because this is the second part of a topic I touched on in the previous one, and it's, yeah, it's in a world that I've actually jumped into, and we're 10 months in, and hey man, I'm, I'm a happy guy. I'm a happy guy because I said I was going to drop uh, a piece of information for you on this episode that would, would have been... I think it's better served on this one because it kind of touches on exactly why I, I wanted it here. And it's it's this. I was once told about a different platform, which is known as AfriPods. And I knew about AfriPods way before I knew about Anchor. But I wanted to begin my podcast journey on Anchor. And I got to say, I'm happy here. I'm very happy here. And it's only because of the opportunities it grants me as far as the different platforms that it also expands me to. And the kind of work that I'm trying to put out is... It's kind of, I'm, I'm very gratitude, grateful for the fact that I'm, I'm granted so, so much access to these different tools, man. And as a result, I figured, okay, here's where I'll do my boot camp, here's where I'll learn my game, and I'll keep on, I'll keep on going on this place because this place is, is the perfect release. And sometimes I feel like this conversation with you is the best thing I need in order to make a, a, a couple of days and a couple of hours pass by. And I'm grateful for that. I'm super grateful for that. So much so that in regards to afripods because i know afripods is targeted towards africa and it still does have since it's the internet you can still access it from anywhere else in the globe but the content is primarily pitched to the african community and i wanted to have that be the the podcast that actually touches on the different things that i don't really like touching on here and that is the political curiosities that i have and how politics is in general and I finally made, on the 12th of February, I finally launched my second podcast, which is called 1513, a Point Blank Yvonne podcast. Now, 1513 is the year of the re-release, of one of the re-releases of Niccolo Machiavelli's The Prince. And being the book that always kind of, I, I go back to, I've even touched on it on this podcast. It's one of the books that helps me try look at things objectively and sometimes step back from the elephant as Dave Chappelle would say and see what's being created and now 1513 is on anchor and I'm happy with it so far I mean unlike this podcast here that one I I'm a a little more measured because Africa is still a rising continent as far as its understanding of democracy its understanding of power it's understanding of itself it's understanding of youth it's understanding of sexuality it's understanding of economics it's understanding of even something as basic as fun we're still we're we're late to the party but we're finding our way through it and on that podcast i get to touch on things i consider very very important in the eyes of any person who is born and raised in africa to just try look at things from the perspective of how it could have been to be alive in the 1800s coming up and no i wasn't alive in those times no i don't think there's that that many people who've been around since that period but there's been documentation there's been broken telephone as far as people making documentaries about this but also it's the perfect place for me to speak on things that sometimes would be perceived as me taking stances against which is what, what would be considered taboo in other cases but so i'm happy about making that particular content on that side and when i was thinking about the kind of uh, 
chase we have as far as making content in this world is concerned. It took me a year before I even made PBE Daily Early Mornings and Late Night Podcast. And because the year was for me to figure out what am I going to talk about. When I finally had the perfect idea, I was so excited and so stoked to actually make the podcast come to life. I was recording two episodes a day, 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes in the evening. And since then, I've found this perfect balance where I record in the morning one day and sometimes I record in the evenings another day. So the name still works. And in regards to the kind of work I'll be creating in the future, because I'm almost done with the children's book and I'm about to jump into my comic book work. And I think my speeds have greatly improved because also I get to make illustration covers for every single one of these podcasts. And as I'm making those covers, I'm actually making great headway in how I introduce or how I draw my my ink work. And I was told by a friend of mine just the other day that the way I draw, um, it feels as if I never have... A dry spell of creativity i do still have those dry spells and sometimes they're born from not being able to execute a certain style of art so when it comes to the kind of ink work that i do for my podcast covers it's i've gotten so much more comfortable because i do it so much that it's damn near second nature but the other styles of drawing that i'd like to also pursue and the styles that i'm actually pursuing those ones take a little longer because case in point the children's book that is about to be released soon because we're already doing prep of print for the book and i'm still finishing up on the last three pages which are the most intense pages because i'm trying to find out how to properly paint birds and how to properly paint um brick tiles yes i'm still drawing brick tiles as we speak and as that is going on i'm i'm slowly getting there i'm slowly getting there but yes point blank if we two podcasts now i have pbe daily for my daily musings and i have 1513 that touches on my curiosities in the political realm and the political world and in that podcast i'll be probably touching on stuff that's happened way before the present that i feel could be a perfect way to look at what is happening in the present on that podcast i intend to do interviews and also i've gotten to a capacity where i'll be able to do interview episodes also here so that's coming up guys um, i hope you're going to enjoy the material that comes out as a result so in the previous episode i touched on the film world and in the film world i felt as if some movies got slammed in the box office way too soon and they never got the chance to really have a chance in the streets i don't know how it's doing right now but the movie birds of prey was slammed because it didn't make big numbers in the first weekend and i know some movies have been greenlit the, the sequels have been greenlit after the first weekend of, of successes and i look at that and i go okay I'm, I'm a guy who intends to release a movie later this year and it's a 2d animated film and uh, i don't know guys it's been years of working on it and i'll, I'll be grateful if it even gets a hundred eyes looking at it and heck if it even gets a thousand plus heck if it hits a million views be it on a streaming site or be it in the box office because i'm, I'm sure my partners and i are considering doing a theater release for the film and I, I don't want to say too much about it but I, I am excited because we're now into the 100s of pieces of animation to finish and the practice that I've had in the last couple of years of animation, I'm getting slightly better at this. And there's more curiosity of people to try get into animation. But even as we go, we're finding a team that actually works as the core team and the game of patience is continuing to grow. I'm, I'm overdoing this. Let, let me just go back to what I wanted to really address on this episode. What I wanted to address on this episode is the world of audio production. And when I say the world of audio production, I mean, I wanted to address the idea of the kind of content sometimes that is being made, especially by my peers in the podcasting world, in the radio world. And I know how I slowly, after being a person in radio for a year and 
taking a break from radio and just occasionally appearing on roundtables for for hip hop music because I'm I'm born and raised of hip hop and thinking about how when podcasting became a thing and now it's even possible for me to even have two podcasts I started thinking about the audio world and the kind of productions we put in the audio universe and if there's one thing I've found super duper hard it's the ability to touch on topics I either don't really care about or feel they need time so that we could be objective in how we conduct ourselves around them there's stances that I've taken against certain things and I feel in the heated passionate moments of the present when something is still like a fresh wound it would be the wrong time to speak on it I avoid as much as I can and this is probably the worst business decision or the worst business way of, of moving I avoid as much as possible pandering or jumping out the window as far as being the first one to address a certain topic i watched this uh, there's this one podcast i always revisit and it probably is one of the podcasts that actually educates me to not do certain things and it's from spotify and no disrespect i have nothing against these people because they help me better myself by knowing when to stop myself from doing certain things and it's <laughs> the joe button podcast uh, and the joe button podcast they, they addressed something and it's why I keep on watching it and listening to it it's they address something that I feel is very very important for most of us to really take into consideration which is sensibilities of the audience you're speaking to and because I'm I am the last person who wants to speak on something that would actually end up hurting people more than it actually betters people when I heard about the breaking of the story of the passing of the late great Kobe Bryant the teammates of his daughter and his daughter and the parents of some of the of the daughters in the plane because they were going to a game yo they're going to a game and then an accident happens and it they always did take the flight as far as what i've heard so far and i for one found my mama mentality late and because i found it late i think i had an objective place to come from in regards to how i see it and i really do feel the way TMZ handled it because it was described on the Joe Biden podcast that they were the first to leak the story and they hadn't even taken the time to wait for the police to actually put the reviews out they were to put the the, the information out because the family has to be told and if the family is told then you pass the information to the police and if the police no, the, the police tell the family and the family will pass the information to the news agencies and then us in Africa over here will find out thereafter but everybody wants to be the first out and because they want to be the first out it ends up becoming this whole thing and this whole shtick and also the on the days of the after the passing of because in in recent days the second president of the republic of kenya passed away and i for one have been slammed because of my take on my or, or my observation of this man and i never met him i never knew him personally i remember seeing him when i was a kid and he to me always looked like the embodiment of power i mean if you grow up seeing a person's face on your coins and his face on your notes and he's the first and last image you see on the screen before and after the national anthem and heck we don't even listen to the national anthem that much i can't remember the last time i heard the national anthem in a public setting i can't remember the last time i saluted the kenyan flag it's weird i mean i wear a wristband that is the flag of a certain nation which I will remain anonymous but I don't wear it because of that nation I wear it because of the symbolism it has for me 
like my the jerseys of different teams that I wear. I don't wear the jersey because of the, I support the sport, but I, I wear the jersey because of the state that it comes from because I'm a fan of the artists in those areas and I'm probably a fan of the content that comes out of those areas. So I make that. Uh, my, my, my objectivity as far as the things I do is really, really different. And if there's one thing I think people who've known me a while know as fact, there's nothing I wear or have as far as jewelry or outfits that is not an objective decision because there's an explanation for every last thing that i have why i'd get uh an egyptian eagle or hawk around my neck why i'd wear a pharaoh face why i'd wear um a pharaoh ring why i'd wear a golden skull like all these things in many cases not many people will accept what they look for in, in me and they feel like it's a poor representation of what I am and what my object is but since people are not are too quick to judge of the outer setting of what they look at I end up not feeling the need to explain myself further until they calm down and then they come back and look at things and that's how I look at the world of audio material right now and as much as I really 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 wanted to get back into the world of radio I start thinking about well in how often a case would I have an objective angle to look at certain topics and to what extent would it be of value to any person I'm speaking to directly in the audio world, in the audio sphere? And to what extent am I objectively speaking on that which I'm touching on? Because I feel that the need to be triggering and the need to make something worth retweeting and turning into a hashtag is so in the fore as far as most people are saying that sometimes i'm even thinking that in the american context because most of this stuff i judge off of seeing content from the united states and and from europe and predominantly the united states because let's not forget uh when it comes to uh, the platforms say for example anchor and uh, spotify these are american american companies i am putting content for for broadcasting in an american company i'm as far as anchor goes like the mothership is in is somewhere in sweden i believe or is it switzerland i forget but somewhere in europe and the internet itself like the hubs that where the information is stored thereafter like say my google drive or the different online uh clouds that exist those clouds are all in the first world they're not here the reception we have of most of material in YouTube is material from the United States. So sometimes because it's the United States, we start to look at things as if they're ha- affecting us directly in the same breath. So digitally, we are one people. We are one global state. But in on the ground, notional borders still exist. I mean, I wish I knew as much about the continents, democracies and the continent's everyday news as I know about the United States because granted they've had more practice 45 presidents and all that and granted they've had more practice being a country for more than 300 300 plus years and I think about the audio world as this space where we really do need to take the time to start looking at things in a different way because yes content is being generated right left and center but another thing that is making the content suffers because some sometimes and i've seen it both in the visual world as far as even the film world and even in the audio world as far as radio uh, podcasts and all this music per se and all this stuff the need to be part of a wave sometimes ends up costing the production quality and the 
objectivity of that which is being put out. And in some cases, there's those silver linings where perfect material does come out. I mean, when I heard about when in the initial days of television, how you had to come up with TV films and in the initial days of radio, where you had to come up with audi- audible content. I mean, there was a time where I was offered this opportunity that I never really took advantage of because I still hadn't wrapped my head around how I do it. And it was the potential of making scripts and not really making them into comic books and not making them into graphic novels, but just taking the scripts and turning them into like audio shows or audio audiobooks. And with the world of podcasting and the practice I've had, take, take for example, the episode of the on, on this podcast known as The Tale, I am curious to actually make an audiobook type podcast where it's actually every episode is a show an episode of say like a tv production but it's an audio version of a tv production so i enlist the talents of other actors and we put it together as an audio production because i think the reason why i jumped into making podcasts more than i did making into a vlog is there's less moving parts and in my case and it's something also I had a problem with when it came to radio. I didn't want to have every episode be driven by having a guest on. Because when you have a guest on every time, you're at the behest of the guest. If you don't have a guest, then it means the template of the show is going to suffer. And I never want to, I never have wanted to have myself pegged to a person in, in regards to what I need to put out. It's, it's one that is literally. It's a pet peeve of mine, and I don't think I'll lose it anytime soon. Know this about me. I do not allow myself to be pigeonholed or be pegged to an individual to grant me success. I never, ever, ever want that. So please hear me clearly when I say this. I, when, I, when I come up with a lot of the stuff that I create, it's not based upon groupthink or I had to sit down and review and find tastemakers to tell me how best to actually go about it or find a way to market it in the best way possible. It's never really been about that because I try make myself as much of an island as I can be to sustain that which needs to be done. And as the product grows, only then when it has the capacity to be able to bring in other hands to take care of certain parts, only then will I do that. But prior to that, I'm just going to keep myself doing that which is my objective angle to go about it because being in the world that I'm in, the last thing I want is to have myself second-guessed yet again because a few episodes back, I talked about how I second-guessed myself so many times that I ended up doing nothing. And lately, and thank God for age, my second-guessing has greatly dwindled, to be honest. I, I don't really question the next move as much. I question the execution but I don't question the next move. If the next move makes sense to me, I will make the notes that requires to be made and then I'll jump into the deep end as I'm supposed to. And I feel it's a mentality that you're supposed to adapt to. And even in the world of making of content, I feel you do not need to get as many people involved in regards to how you want the thing to perceive unless you know you're being risque and you know you're doing it because... It, the, the end result is probably going to be a negative one if it's done in, 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 in a classless way. Because think about this, if a person objectively puts out content knowing that they've done their homework to deal with how it would be consumed by the world, 
we wouldn't have situations like, for example, again, let's not forget, I, I, I just a few minutes ago addressed the fact that we consume a lot of American culture and American reactions become our reactions in most cases. The Gail King situation in regards to an interview she did and a question that was plugged in in regards to the deceased Kobe Bryant and how the world reacted to it. Her production company probably just picked the clip and just went up, went ahead with it because they have the right to choose what they're going to use when. And forget your, what your career is going to, uh, to suffer from and forget how everybody else is going to try to put themselves on by making their own reaction videos or making their own memes and addressing the same situation. Uh, forget all that. I mean, your life is cannon fodder for the company because they can always... Uh, create another version of you or they probably wanted you gone and it was the perfect way to get rid of you and it's those kind of risky lines that i always sometimes say that you know what sometimes it's important to just be your own boss in regards to that and in in some cases i know so to to want to be on so many soapboxes it's it hurts the potential of growth because I'm sure there's some people who've worked in the world of creation and the material they made was so garnered towards being these reactionary individuals that once that particular part of their story falls off, there's they're of no value because they just become this thing you want to stay away from. I mean, the, the closest thing that comes to, to that is, I think his name was Mac, uh, MacArthur, and he was an American politician, a senator, and he constantly talked about uh, a communist agenda in the United States. And it ended up making a lot of filmmakers suffer from not being able to make films anymore. And because they came from certain parts of Europe and still sensibilities were very rife because of, of the fact that it was during the second wave after the Second World War come to pass. And the senator made it impossible for a lot of actors in Europe to make money and to make films. And then when the whole Cold War fears of communism ended, hearing him talk just spoke to that fear again. And as a result, that guy's period came and went and there was no value to him. I watched uh, a Frontline documentary series, it was a two-parter, that was talking about the, the decade of uh, Barack Obama's eight years and the first couple of years of... Uh, the Donald Trump presidency and how it's now in November of 2020 he's going to be seeing to if he's going to be re-elected or not and the kind of individuals on say a channel like America's Fox News the kind of individuals who spoke to that passion of that period ended up suffering after the fact because now when it comes to people thinking about the period when they were being put in a position of paranoia about what is happening in the news those individuals ended up becoming the guys who, when you look at their faces, you start thinking about that dark period. And so you're stuck in time and the value that you'd have for a production company greatly dwindles. And soapboxes have that effect. And I've stood on a couple of soapboxes here. And I also said objectively that I know some of the stances I have will change in time because I'm slowly growing. And when I think about film and audio productions, these are the questions I will ask myself over and over again. Have I been objective in the angle I take? And will my peers also be objective in the angles they take? So please do not look to any content by Point Blank Evil to try and make you feel jarred or triggered because my intention is not to try bring emotions to the fore or to try bring 
uh, a topic that is still you're still swirling down your down your mental uh, wormhole to see what your conclusions are because lately we're being told a person's reaction and then we're imposed the reaction and then we're, we're not given a chance to find our own way of looking at it and then when you try to speak on it you get slammed immediately before you even take time to actually keep the thing going because triggering is such a terrible thing and it ends up making the entire world of creativity suffer because if I have to constantly wait for what the next trend is then it means I'm never creating and if I have to constantly follow the waves that exist it means I'm I'm, I'm subject to what you feel even when I make my books I don't want to, to be able to make a book because this is a hot topic right now so let's talk about this hot topic and so if I don't have a hot topic to create then there's no book and these are the things I ask myself and sometimes the things that keep me up at night in the end all I ask for from the last two episodes that I created was objectivity be objective with that which you try to create and if you're going to be a person in the world of content make content that you're happy about and that you've really really taken the time to see how far it could take you so props and shout out to everybody else who's podcasting radio production all these things in any content you create please be objective and if you seek success i feel i i feel you should probably borrow my mantra be caesar or be nothing at all Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. And this one was a long one because I have to admit, I work a lot in the audio world to a certain extent. But let's hope that the next couple of years that we have in the future will have us be more concerned with how well we portray a topic than how quickly it's going to trend in the world. Until next time, who knows?